Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 108.0, your weekly source for news, views and analysis and analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you on yet another uh, spring day from Houston together with me, Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawalli. How are you guys doing? Good, very good. Uh, I am like, what happens when you uh, sledgehammer goes into you and you can't recover? When your sledgehammer goes into you, what happens is very painful. <laughs> when you, your sledgehammer goes into a wall and you can't recover, that's a different thing. <laughs> no, I am just uh, pleasantly surprised. No, I mean, Sunda might be surprised if we are all shocked. Uh, I, of course, uh, the reason why we are is because of the assembly election results, which is a lot of people what consider to be a quarter-final or a semi-final, depending on where, where you stand to the general elections, definitely a precursor to the general elections um, of 2019 happened and uh, the BJP uh, got a stupendous mandate on Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand. Uh, the Congress did pretty well in Punjab yeah. with the Akali Dal and BJP getting uh, thrashed and Aam Party uh, promising much but uh, coming a, a distant second. Um, the state of Manipur sprang a surprise with, with BJP having no seats last time got more votes than Congress 36% but got 7 less seats but uh, they are still poised to form the government if one was to believe the news reports we will come to that later and in Goa it was a virtual hung assembly with Congress being the single largest party with 17 seats but the major focus of this week was Uttar Pradesh where uh, opinion polls gave BJP from 180 to 285 seats uh, yeah. out of in a 403 member assembly and the BJP ended up with 324 and I usually Adit gets stuff pretty um, you know pretty well so mm. I remember talking to you a day before the results were mm. saying and you said I don't see them getting more than 195 200, 200. Yeah. you did not see that and that's that's true for most of us in fact um, a, a listener reminded me this morning they said in some podcasts um, couple of or maybe three or four podcasts earlier I had said oh. that this is uh, the I see Uttar Pradesh as something between uh, a fight between Samajwadi party and uh, Bahujan, Samaj, uh, Bahujan Samaj party and I see um, BJP as a second right. you know coming second there I personally really did think that about four weeks ago um, later I changed my mind once I saw the momentum and everything I realized that maybe they are in a position to become a uh, you know largest single yeah. single largest party I did not think that they will actually end up with 324 seats yeah. Adit will probably know that this is unprecedented since 1977 since 1977 the Janta Party uh, alliance with the Janta Party I think got 352 seats in the UP elections yeah. at that time and that was undivided UP mind yes included Uttarakhand so I think there are 423 seats if I'm not mistaken yeah. and then since um, the Congress then formed the government in 85 and then uh, then uh, of course the BJP Mulayam Mayawati coalition and then the BJP which was its maximum number till yesterday got 221 seats out of 423 in 91. 
Yeah. That was at the height of the Ram Janmabhoomi movement yes. and right after the Yatra Yatra. Yeah. But since no party, Samajwadi party got 229 last time, that was the maximum any party had gotten till then. And BJP got 325. This is where, uh, and I would like to break it up first. Yeah, please so do. BJP got 312 seats and its two allies, Apnadal and Su- Suhail Dev Bharatiya Samaj party got 13 seats. So together, uh, I, I stand corrected, it's 325 seats. 325. Uh, the vote share together um, of those three parties is roughly around 42%, which is humongous. And that is pretty much BJP repeating its 2014 Lok Sabha performance. The Samajwadi Party and the Congress Alliance together got about 27% of the vote share, 28 roughly, and they got uh, about 54 seats. And Congress, Congress getting, getting a glorious seven. Share. Uh, and uh, I do want to remind our listeners that Uttar Pradesh at one point was a bastion of no, Congress. And uh, well, I think they got less assembly segments than they, what they got even in 2014. Yes. And not to mention Amethi where they lost all. Yeah. Uh, Bahujan Samaj Party, Mayavati, got 22% of the vote and she was the only seat of Isimadgi. Uh, Ajit Singh got one seat. And um, in the independence got three, and uh, that was that. I mean, it was it was a complete washout. So, promote your initial thoughts. <clears throat> well, uh, this is again uh, having been uh, seeing the politics of that part of the world for uh, almost 27, 30 years. Right now, it uh, is one feeling that comes back is that. A region which used to be again in the 80s and 70s not that far behind in terms of development indices has really given a resounding uh, I would say verdict uh, or a sweep to a potential uh, uh, you know a partnership with the center because what happens is when once the state and the center you know if you remember my often uh, repeated statement that Tamil Nadu benefited whether it was some uh, uh, AI, DMK or DMK because they always cut a deal with the center, whichever party mm-hmm. was. This was not the case with the UP. There was always sometimes, if you remember in uh, the 98 to 2004 Vajpayee government, yes. there was few years of Samajwadi party which kind of shadow boxed with the BJP. Then with, uh, you know, then um, Rajnath Singh became the chief minister in 2002. Correct. So it was always a very wishy-washy sort of a relationship with the center where there was no commitment on development front uh, from the center. So this actually gives lot, you should give a lot of credit to Amit Shah and Narendra Modi for, you know, at least trying to bypass the good image of Akhilesh Yadav. Again, may I remind our listeners that Akhilesh Yadav had certainly a good image going forward into the election. What uh, undid it for him was his uh, bickering with the, within the family and also this alliance with the Congress. No, I, I did um, write that in my piece also. No, I, I disagree with you on the Akhilesh factor. I think he remembered this uh, development plank quite late. For the first three and a half, almost four years of his thing, if you remember, there was a riot every day in UP. And people, the thing is that when um, there are secular riots and communal riots, so in a SP-led UP, it was a secular riot, so it was always put on the sixth page of Times of India and this thing. So there were small and big riots, almost, there were huge big riots like um, this thing, the one you mentioned, but even the small riots, every 
single day. So law and order had really deteriorated under Akhilesh Yadav. There is no question about that. Later, he wanted to, you know, yeah. um, apply a lipstick on a pig and he started talking about the development and all that, started giving interviews to Delhi-based journals and started coming across as the cool dude chief, chief minister. Doesn't work. If yeah. you don't have calm, bolta hai, par kaam hi na ho, kya bolega? And what does one tell about these Delhi-based journals? They tried their, and what does one tell about the Economic Times desk? You t- t- tweeted something. They about just, they were just uh, campaigning for uh, yeah. UPK ladke. Uh, Apparently, um, you know, UPK ladke, Rahul UPK ladka, couple, of journalists. couple oh. of journalists. We won't talk about that. I will, I will no, tell you. No, I have to know. I, I, I want us to talk a little bit about. Yeah, that because if you want. It okay. is it not about them specifically, but if you are saying that you are doing on ground reportage and you are willfully, willfully ignoring what mm-hmm. is in front of you and just trying to, uh, you know, quote unquote, influence the election how bad does it uh, for and is yeah. there no accountability yeah, none but i will tell you we are a very because small I, I'm, coming, um, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to sorry uh, yeah. to interrupt you but i'm coming to this one part when i talk about accountability rajdeep sardesai tweeted something about the bhu's chancellor going yeah. to narendra modi's thing and then three days later and that was picked up and all the lefty organizations carried stories based yeah. on it many uh, left news organizations then rajdeep uh, clarified three days later saying that uh, array it was a mistake and yeah, all of did. them pulled down their stories Achha, so what is the accountability for that? That one, I just wanted to say this much. We are a small news organization by all you know means. We don't have the kind of resources that these big media houses have. Yeah. But our reporters who were on the ground and we have produced their reports, they all said that this is going to, this is a, a BJP sweep. I had trouble believing it because I was really, I was like, this seems too good to be true. But our reporters who were reporting from the ground, who were, we had a report from Banaras, we had a report from uh, Pradeep Bandari Jan Kibat who has been writing for us, he has been telling us and he was traveling, he crisscrossed through entire length and breadth of UP. He said in no uncertain words that Leher hai. How did they miss the Leher? We don't know. But Leher, that's all of our reporters. I'm telling you, I had trouble um, reconciling what our mind reporters were saying and what these big editors were saying. And I was like, how do you reconcile what is happening? But uh, this has taught me a lesson to really trust the reporter who does not have an agenda on the ground. He brings you the and right Credit where it's due, CNN News 18's Maria Shashkil filed phenomenal reports. Uh, so did Prashant, Prashant Jha. Jha from uh, Hindustan Times. Times. So to give credit, those two belong to big organizations, but they did good reportage. Good yeah. reportage. But reportage is not, uh, see, the, it is not a science <laughs> to basically go and do what is uh, the Leher analysis. Mm. Leher analysis depends on the sample size also. Yeah. You know, if there's 20,000 per assembly constituency or 50,000 per uh, Lok Sabha constituency, there is no science that can determine how do you analyze that leher? You know, uh-huh. there is nothing like a registered voter who is who is already committed to vote no matter what. Hmm. So it is a very difficult thing for anybody to predict except for going to the ground like what are uh, uh, you know, our uh, reportage uh, uh, predicted mm. uh, by going from Chappa to Chappa, Jugi Jopri and making sure that uh, a large spectrum of voices is heard and you sit with them not just for filing a report but analyze the set of uh, uh, issues at hand mm. and why they are voting. I think Modi's OBC tag also helped a lot because the social coalition that again in-depth analysis has to be done, Adit. I think the OBC-MBC coalition 
that came together has probably given the 42-42% that is I am glad you brought that up because I have some numbers and these numbers blew me away when I said it and I wanted to say that this is the real story um, of this UP election so if you want me to come back to it after yeah, the break also, I can do that also a lot of people are saying about BSP that it still got 20-22% so it might not be a decimation as people are suggesting but I want to say why why it could be one and we are going to talk both about this uh, in, in, in the next and the continuing segment. Yeah, so what I was saying for my and this is your point Pramod when you were uh, talking about this uh, consolidation of vote, I the real story for me really is this out of 85 reserved seats in UP the reserved seats, the Dalit vote that I'm talking about, out of 85 reserved seats in UP, BJP won 69. Okay. Three seats each went to Modi's allies, the one Apnadal and then that Suhail uh, Dev yeah. party and then another one, um, uh, yeah, Suhail Dev party and uh, Rajbar community that, you know, this thing. Put together, so NDA won 75 out of 85 seats. This is a strike rate of 88%. This is amongst the Dalit votes. This kind of stitching together of coalition, nobody had been able to do this before him. I am glad that a lot of, to me it seems, and Adit and I were talking about this before, and we were, we were really analyzing because evaporation of Mayawati's vote bank is really interesting to me. So I, I we were analyzing because Adit was so good at numbers and we were analyzing it together. It seems that Mayawati got some amount of Muslim vote plus Jata vote, but she did not get Dalit vote at all. That, that is why I think the grand coalition of Kanshiram, which is the Bhojan Samaj, which had elements of MBC. Yes. See, there, there, is, there have been times when Kurmis also voted with uh, uh, the Jata Dalit. Yes. So yes. you can add that safely 8% or some let's say 50% which uh, was, so Kashi, was, which was Kashi Ram's experiment Kashi Ram's experiment is completely fizzled out uh, it has fizzled out and so has Mayavati's earlier experiment of the uh, Jata of the, uh, Dalits and some MBCs and Brahmins. Brahmins. That is also that fizzled out. Under 35 yes. to 40 percent coalition. Yeah. That is so that is also fizzled out. So these two parties are now down to their core, which is 25, 25 percent each. Yes. Yes. Which is which is still incredible. Uh, not even. Not even. But then because it's a three-way con, no, no. Because ha. Huh, because it is a three-way contest and these won't mix together. The 25, 25 end up giving a grand 40 to 45 percent available to the winner. Yes. The 45% wins. No, it's not just that. Last time, Congress won about 11% of the vote. It was a four-corner contest. And UP, mein, we are, sometimes we look at the state as a whole. But we have to look at region-wise. If someone has 11% in a state, but in a region, it's 20%. Or in a region, it's that. And the other parties, then it becomes a four-corner contest mm. on many seats. So a 27 or 28% gets you past the line. Right. Yeah. Mayavati, a lot of people are saying because she got 22%, she might not have been decimated. Mm. Here is why I think she might have been in big trouble because she gave tickets to this Mukhtar Ansari and others you know Dons and all these people and that Mukhtar Ansari won his seat mm. but that might have given her some incremental vote but that means that she must have lost and she did lose mm. some of her core Jatav vote to Narendra Modi or maybe not Jatav but the non Jatav which is exactly what happened I don't think she lost the Jatav vote but, but she lost the non Jatav vote definitely to Modi and a lot of people are saying that's because of demonetization whatever but basically 
बीजेपी आफ्टर अ लॉन्ग टाइम हैज मेड इन रोड इन टू दिस वर्चुअली इम्प्रेग्नेबल कॉलिशन वेरी वेल सर वेरी वेल एंड एंड दैट वॉट मायावती वाई हिट शी वन इन टू थाउजेंड सेवन एज वॉज दिस ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी टू परसेंट बेज वोट प्लस देन शी हैड सम दैट्स वॉट प्रोपेल्ड हर टू दंड दैट इज द डिफरेंस अनदर थिंग विच आई वॉन्ट टू से वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इज मुख्तार अंसारी द डॉन ही वन ऑन द सीट्स एंड देर आर मेनी एलिगेशन ऑफ मर्डर एंड ऑल दैट ऑन पार्टीज बट हिज ब्रदर आई थिंक सिबगत गुल्ला और समथिंग वॉज डिफीटेड बाई अलका राय नाउ अलका रायज हजबेंड Krishnanand Rai was Shot. allegedly murdered. I'm not saying by whom. You read the Hindustan Times report for that, mm. and uh, a, a lot of perpetrators. Mm. And she defeated them in the bypoll. Then she lost the seat, but this time she defeated them. So mm. when they say that because Iram Sharmila did not win from Manipur, strong women or women who are rebelling That's against rubbish. the system, I'm coming, yeah. are not. They clearly don't know Alka Rai and who's Swati, 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 Swati Singh. Swati Singh. Swati Singh. Because they only want women supported by the NGO. Or, or Delhi or leftist uh, win, but Ram uh, Sharmila got 51 votes. Mega Patkar got 30 or 40,000 votes. Malika Sarabhai, I don't even want to say how many <laughs> votes she got. So there are all these NGO walas, activist walas. Who got, say that they represent people, but when they come to the when they are no, they finally put in the, the test, in Delhi, they yes. don't represent. Malika Sarabhai cannot win a Jhumkhana seat in Ahmedabad. So. Same is true for Arundhati Roy. You think she stands for all the nonsense that she talks about? Do you think if she stands for election, she will get anything more than fifty votes? Nothing. But that is the same with left all across the world. Yeah. The left construed is construed as a smarter political animal, but when it comes to the numbers, they don't have the numbers. That is why they split the numbers. And yes. Mind you, th- these ladies don't represent the left. Some are independent. Some are their yeah. own political party. Same yeah. difference. Ah, uh, same difference. Yeah, same That's difference. That's why they've been left outside. So <laughs> no, 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 but but, but it, it is just same way. When Uma Bharti split away from BJP, yeah. na, she formed her own BJP, which does not represent this BJP. So But when you talked about, I want to give in, give one point about uh, this thing. You said that the Dalit non-Jatav Dalit vote and all these votes may have come to uh, BJP because of demonetization and everything. I have a different take on it, and it could be demonetization could be could have been the catalyst. But um, yeah, um, and it could have been the catalyst. But my because I'm not a numbers person, all I can do is analysis, and I talk to people, and I understand this. So I what I get from my my feeling is that. the entire dalit samaj feels left out and let down by their leaders so their mayavati has literally put herself in a fortress she never goes out to talk unless there is election and from there she reads from those um, you know those written speeches yeah. which do not connect with anybody if you remember kashiram kashiram was not different than that he would actually go out he had this whole vote bank has on been cycle. on a cycle and this whole vote bank has been built by kashiram so as kashiram's disciple she hasn't learned much from that the power has really gone to her head and if you are going to build um you know um, uh, these statues in your name and you're going to um, ha- go around with those um, uh, you know rupee malas all around and with diamond all over there is some disconnect with the young dalit voter who says you are not talking the language that i want to hear when you go and speak about and are only talking about manuvadi forces and this and that you're only talking about that victimhood language the young modern dalit voter does not agree with it he no, finds the message of no. narendra modi better than my what is the difference in the campaigning style of mayavati and jayalalitha But Jayalalitha delivered. That is the only difference. No, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people in UP say that Mayawati delivered on law and order. 
in 2007 to 2000 but did nothing for the did nothing for the dalit no uh, so i'm saying it's not as simple as she's that she's a good administrator no, we, we can look we can look at this big uh, uh, saying that the, the maybe the dalits are looking beyond mayawati but i i think there are there are poll specific reasons why people have voted the certain way i'm saying that it might not the base are you saying that this uh, thing can this is a very uh, fickle vote and it can go back to mayawati no, is that what your point no, is no i'm saying that there could be local readers who might have defected from bsp to bjp there could be local leaders from bjp who who have not found a voice but they were but given I, a voice by narendra modi i, I know that, that there is disenchantment no, no, with dalit I'm leadership saying, no i'm saying That's all I'm the saying. base has eroded no question yeah. but why has it eroded because mayawati campaigns in a certain way or she is a little high handed i'm not sure because I, 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 let me point out the difference okay mayawati in generally the cap, uh, campaign this way but on the on the other hand mamata is completely different when it yeah. comes to i never agree with mamta but she is always connect, you know yeah. her, in in the crowd she's shouting she's on the streets i think we can bring the debate to the waning influence of several regional parties mm. also mm. into the context mm. because what happens is unless you have a churning of leadership that comes from ground up you know let's say even in bsp mm. have you heard of any other leader other than mayawati even during kanchiram's time there was four or five leaders of which everybody got uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know sidetracked and, and then mayawati and came up and that is why i gave the uh, right. example same goes with shiromani akalidal that lots badly in punjab yeah. so no, what happened to punjab but i have to ask you one thing yeah. promote and a lot of my friends from up when i talked to them they told me a very interesting thing had akhilesh yadav not gone with the congress he might have done a little better i have i, I have sun- said that from the first I, day I I was there in India in January I went and traveled a little bit into uh, the western parts of UP as well uh this was sorry in October November time frame and then in uh, January the same uh, drama that was getting enacted between the father and the son and the family was happening yeah. but still in spite of that they still held uh, akhilesh in a little bit because whatever late realization was there that expressway building that mm-hmm. that speed at which he was doing certain things was really you know they they were giving him a little bit ki ye ye bachcha thoda alag hai he's mm. a is a new kid on the block we should give him a chance Haan. and he's local he's there he knows the local issues but you know what happened to akhilesh yadav akhilesh yadav same thing and correct me if you think i'm wrong but i think that shining india campaign happened to him <laughs> what happened to bjp in 2004 he thought only see narendra modi is very smart he knows that only development does not get you past there 2004 bjp learned his lesson i don't know if bjp learned but narendra modi for sure learned his lesson only development does not develop it is absolutely essential once you are in power you have to deliver but when you are campaigning only that shining india which has now become uh, you know metaphor for a lot of things yeah. does not get you past there because in democracy you might no, need support for this no, thing i think akhilesh yadav due to lack of experience and everything had that shining india or yeah. shining up moment and then you go back to the person who brought uh, the party that brought you to up the brought up in this stage the congress, congress. i mean so you go and find, and a lot of people felt that giving 105 seats to the congress was even more suicidal it the, was the congress has never won more than 30 seats in the, in the last 20 25 years. years and you gave them 100 in five seats i mean chalo 50 or 60 de dete to theek tha par and they won seven out of 105 that is probably the worst strike rate ever ever i mean goodness mm. gracious yeah. so um matlab congress mukt bharat to ab ho hi i you know interesting part and this is why i want to uh, so this what does this mean for rajya sabha 
So BJ, there are about there, there are about thirty. The presidential, so BJP is now going to sweep <laughs> because of this. But there are thirty-one because Sena is also going to vote with BJP uh, now after, since after the BMC thing. Yes. Uh, there, there are there so are that was a friendly match right there. Ha! There are thirty-one seats, Rajya Sabha seats in Uttar Pradesh. Ten of which go to poll next year. Usme uh, each for each seat you need about thirty-eight votes. Okay, BJP is poised to get about eight out right. of those ten. BJP had one. Is going to, so they're going to gain seven, and BJP eventually is going to gain about twenty seats. Mm-hmm. Right. The fun part is, and this is where it gets a little uh, tricky and funny for uh, political waters. Mayawati, after till she lost two thousand twelve, she nominated herself to the Rajya Sabha. BSP needs thirty eight votes to get a Rajya Sabha seat. BSP has a grand total of eighteen MLAs. Uh, Congress has seven, and RLD, the all weather friend, has one. Together they are twenty six. They need twelve more seats. Right. I don't think Mayawati can get them. Right. Will that mean that Mayawati is going to go out from the Rajya Sabha? So she has nothing in um, Lok Sabha, and, and about three or four seats was sufficient. The mission or was up ki hai, and she can't even they can't even resign to make room for Mayawati because I think if you resign, the state government gets to nominate their right. representative. In, in their so yeah. yeah, see where I say that it might be decimated is that the Mayawati or the leader might not have a voice in the Lok Sabha or the or Rajya, Rajya Sabha. Sabha, and Mayawati has this rule that she does not contest by polls. So for the wow. next two years, we might not see anybody in PSP winning. Ponder on that, and we'll get to the other states in a minute. So interesting, interesting times ahead. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So let's start with Uttarakhand. Uh, BJP won a landslide victory there. Uh, no metaphor on landslide. Uh, I don't want to make any dark humor jokes on Uttarakhand. But as expected. Uh, but as, as expected. expected. Uh, 50, 57, uh, uh, 57 seats or something. Yes, 57. They got, and Congress got the thrashing. Uh, I think the worst thrashing yeah. since Uttarakhand was created. Harish Rawat. Three thrashing will be up even. Harish Rawat lost. I'm coming to Punjab where they did one thrashed, but. Uh, Harish Rawat lost both his seats, Haridwar and Kitcha, and by eleven thousand and two thousand votes respectively. Yes. And um, uh, the BJP uh, won. So Sunanda actually said that मुझे कल हम लोग बात कर रहे थे when the results are going on कि भाई कांग्रेस में तो नहीं कांग्रेस में तो कोई है ही नहीं तो उसे कैसे होगा वहाँ से तो सारे बीजेपी में चले गए और बीजेपी ने उनको टिकट दे दी क्योंकि तो दस ग्यारह है वो सतपाल महाराज विजय बहुगुना आते ऑल वन ना so out of total seventy seats BJP won fifty seven Congress won eleven and that's and others won two and BSP did not win anything BSP वहाँ भी नहीं जीता and BSP did have two MLAs two MLAs three MLAs and उत्तरा supporting the Congress in true BSP fashion and I I will support the Congress Bureau of Investigation no I meant Congress so and then there was the उत्तराखंड क्रांति दल which used to get one I think it merged with the BJP didn't it no no it didn't no they lost no but they did not get a single MLA you cannot BJP cannot be occupying everything right so the Congress MLA is already ex Congress MLA is already merged with BJP we all कितने merger लेगी वो लोग so 
धर्मशाला you know considered uh, just as important in himachal pradesh uh, terms there is this uh, uttarakhand division also that congress was trying to say that we'll create some new districts uh, uttarakhand is and, one of my favorite states in india i travel devbhumi devbhumi i plan to um, uh, i love uttarakhand and i travel through it quite a bit and i in any case there is so little development in up uttarakhand is really parts of uttarakhand are really in stone age i hope i pray that somebody comes to power in uh, uttarakhand in right. chief minister who will actually bring development to this no, that is an interesting thing uttarakhand was created in 2001 to the 2000 and 2002 was the first election mm. the the first cm was bhagat singh koshyari of uttarakhand the only cm to complete 5 years in the history of uttarakhand is narayan dat tiwari you asked me and i knew this mm, i did i yes. just heard trivia he, te- he tested my trivia knowledge yeah. earlier and i knew From this from 2002 to 2007 otherwise after then it was uh, khanduri uh, nishank ramesh pokhriyal yeah. and khanduri so that has been the problem with uttarakhand they haven't had stable government no, and the ma- and the stable that they had was led by anti tiwari yeah. which is bigger problem bigger problem so, <laughs> so it really needs a stable government with somebody who really has development in his heart and who will really work hard uttarakhand funny- needs lot of work Gen- generally there. there are three industries that you can always safely establish in a hill state tourism tourism hydroelectric and religious and uh, religious sites These and uttarakhand is amazingly so if at least the concentration by the new administration is just on improving these three areas yeah. and like the remote areas that you were mentioning which are always mm-hmm. landslide prone yes. and always have some some or the other that is why i use that metaphor connectivity they always yeah. have a issue with connectivity, connectivity. Mm-hmm. some four or five factors can be uh, can basically be part of the manifesto and implemented my low low hanging yeah. fruit anybody who if somebody from uttarakhand is listening to this thing is chardham yatra yeah. please market it no, plan it and no, no, do make it like you know people but, visit vatican but, but, make it like The reason why this clean sweep happened is the union government has done exemplary job in trying to connect these by wider roads, yeah. which are all weather roads. Mm. Which is now, true. This was not. The, mm. I also travelled extensively mm. in uh, Uttarakhand. Mm. Uh, many times I trekked mm. in uh, you know in search of some uh, hill uh, shrine or whatever. Mm. What I always found is because of these landslides, even the buffering that needs to happen. If you remember, if you see here, mm. when there is a uh, ghat road or what what is it called here? Uh, road that is abutting the hill mm. 
there is always that physical barrier that is created that prevents that landslide or the big rocks from falling onto the road there is some even the guardrails the guardrails the guardrails are not present yeah. as of even 4 5 years ago so, so there are some basic things that can no, be no, done or to prevent from cars from tipping over yeah. i think nitin gadkari has done some work on the char dham yatra sunanda ji there yeah. was some talk on uh, pavan hans uh, reducing its rates yeah. because it's charter yeah. helicopter so i'm going to wait for another couple of years yeah. and then go uh, for uh, my uh, second char dham yatra i've already done we have, to, we have to move to Punjab. We are yes. running short on time. But one interesting trivia on Uttarakhand is one of the few states where the three ex-CMs are all MPs. <laughs> good, good. Uh, that means they won't take a claim. Exactly. Yeah. But good. Khanduri's daughter, I think, won the election. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did. So, uh, anyways, uh, uh, coming to Punjab, uh, or as Sunanda said, Sada Punjab, uh, or Sabka Punjab, where... Uh, right now, Amrinder Singh Ka Punjab. Amrinder Singh Ka Punjab. So, you know, talking about ex-CMs, uh, who are MPs, Amrinder Singh, who... As to resign now. Huh, yeah. who defeated the uh, uh, the current finance minister he resigned already in um, a protest of that water yeah, yeah. dispute so there's so election very, election short very shortly he had already resigned and that was one of the reasons that got him lot of votes also the sweep that is happening is because of that also that was one of the can you talk things. about the factors because I am always confused between the western eastern Malwa regions can you talk about the yeah. factors so there are three um, um, uh, what areas in uh, Punjab? Punjab? No, no, three, three, three. Ma- Malwa and uh, Majha and Doaba. Doaba, right. And right. Doaba is um, mostly out of the three. Doaba is relatively prosperous, and Malwa is relatively not prosperous. And, Majha and is. And Doaba is a Congress stronghold. Doaba is a Congress. Patiala stronghold. comes in Doaba, right? Yes. Huh. Doaba in uh, no. Patiala comes in Malwa. Mal- I'm sorry. Malwa. But Patiala yeah, comes but in Malwa. But Doaba still is a Congress stronghold. Doaba has always been a Congress. Um, stronghold in but in um, in fact a uh, seat called Fagwara in Dwaba this time was won by BJP <laughs> but yeah. that, only, only but, but, but Fagwara <laughs> is considered to be the NRI capital of Punjab yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, BJP is very popular amongst the NRIs so what let's not antagonize Fagwara here <laughs> I'm not antagonizing I'm just saying why it no so let me tell you so AAP was a very strong factor in um, Punjab as everyone told you I traveled through last summer I traveled through uh, Punjab and let me tell you if there is a leher there certainly was a leher do you remember me telling you this there certainly was a leher because everywhere I went there was there were AAP posters there was Congress was nowhere, nowhere to be seen. All I could see was Badal's face everywhere, Senior Badal and um, Junior Badal, and up everywhere. You know, there were little little ramshacks. They had opened new offices. Bharti ho jao aap mein. I had actually started reading up in Punjabi because I had become, you know, I was seeing it so much. What happened towards the end was, and I actually thought, I said, AAP is going to do very well here because of the, you know, that Plus hawa I saw. Lok- that. Plus they had four Lok Sabha. But they, what happened, this was last summer. With the result, they, they just peaked too soon. And then they started making huge mistakes. One of the mistakes was actually staying in the house of an ex Khalistani terrorist. So what happened was just around the Amrinder Singh is seen very strong on national security. See, Amrinder Singh might be a congressman, but he's an anomaly to the present Congress. Amrinder really belongs to so old Congress, old Congress, 60s, um, Congress. 60s Congress. He is that um, Indira Congress person. He is not your Sonia Congress. He does not even. Wasn't see, he Akali first? 
Yeah. Who is Nakali first? So he does not even see eye to eye with this current crop. He has nowhere to yeah. go, and yeah. he's at the end of his right. career. That is why he is with. Um, against uh, in '84. Yes. So that is why he is with um, Congress. So that is why I've been going around saying that this is not Congress victory. Right. This is Amrinder Singh's victory. He put himself on the scene. He said, "This is my last election. Right. I am going to fight." Right. Amrinder Singh wrote about two or three op-eds in Tribune that is widely read in um, Punjab after we did the. A surgical strike right. supporting Narendra Modi and saying this is exactly how we need to fight um, uh, you know Pakistan so what happened in the land if anyone wants to know what really happened to up and why did it evaporate the thing is that people did not um, terrorism in Punjab is not that old there are people who have memories of it yeah. the minute they found that they're actually going to go with radical elements to win power there was a tremendous Hindu consolidation there was a tremendous urban sick consolidation they said we don't want this party and I think they got uh, I don't know who it was somebody said uh, that you know it seems that Delhi was on drugs and not Punjab because they voted so sensibly they voted sensibly they taught Akali's a lesson but they did not and you have always been saying that Amrinder Singh is the x-factor that he is yeah. the one that because of this Declared uh, this being his last election, he's being he uh, he's already at 75. 75, and he's already declared this, so this is my is last, last election. election. Yes. People said uh, emotionally that let's give him a chance. He also tweeted directly to the prime minister. There was this whole rebellion that was happening, mm, if you remember, yeah, yeah. because the Congress was really dallying on yeah. the lead, declaration of leadership. The strange part is, in a weird way. That the Congress in Punjab could be a big ally of the center because Amrinder Singh and Navjot, Navjot Singh Sidhu, both the, uh, the retired. They're not, the, they're not your they're real Congress. The block no, they are not Sonia Congress. So any time they could turn it into <laughs> a regional flip. party, regional party, mm. and ally with the BJP. Achha, another thing, and this is um, the thing. So Akali and BJP combined got about thirty point six percent of the vote. Vote share. And Ahmadmi Party only got twenty three percent. Right. Interesting. So, the, the so even though AAP is so, the second, so, so, no, no, and the, it was. Uh, Always considered AAP was targeting the Malwa belt when mm, the Akalis right. are strong. Yeah. And if but the if, uh, Akalis would have completely lost. Do you, yeah. do you have the demographic been, division on where the Dalit vote went? Because 40% of Punjab is still Hindu. People don't realize that they 40%. think it's a Sikh state. No, no, 40%. So I'm always curious as to where the uh, Dalit vote is. Yeah, not yet, uh, but we'll have it in okay, the near okay, future. Okay. Because uh, Punjab has maximum Dalit vote. Right, um, right. Punjab has maximum Dalit vote. I am willing to, um, Adit is going to get us the numbers, and but I'm willing to bet you with 70, if Aminda Singh won 77 seats, there's bound to have that Dalit votes went to him. So what are the Dalit issues that Aminda Singh might have uh, looked at? Because he did not look at mostly because Dalits are really. Um, you know the poorest of the poor in Punjab so drugs have consumed them right. this is exactly so that was the what that uh, was the emotional emotion. thing he told them that chitta chitte ke against mujhe ladai ladni hai that chitta that um, that drug that yeah. is the synthetic drug that's going around heroin or something oh, chitta. so chitta so that was because i used to see everywhere chitta ke against ladai so ladni did majithia win or yes he won by the way uh, but, but that is because how, of his. Uh, yeah let's see how the fight against him so let's wrap up with goa manipur and our recommendations uh, in the in the last part 
so uh, to wrap up let's start talking about goa so goa interesting state bjp had a strong chief minister who was made the defense minister manohar parikar and then they had a not so strong chief minister who lost his own seat yesterday uh, out of 40 seats bjp won 13 with a higher vote share than the congress they had 32.5 and mm. congress had 28% it's important to point out that bjp had higher vote share congress is 70 what surprised <coughs> me was maharashtrawadi gumantak party or mgp normally would win about two seats they had an alliance with the breakaway faction of the rss and they won three seats but they got about 11.3% of the vote This is, MGP was the party that originally got the Hindu vote in uh, thing. And do you remember that famous clip of Pramod Mahajan where he said that uh, Ramakant Khalap is the finance Bahar minister Kinha. and he is the government. So Ramakant Khalap was a member of the MGP, ah. and he was at that time the finance minister of India. I think finance. Yeah, he had a very like he was in Exalted the United position. Mm-hmm. So and then he broke away because MGP allied with the BJP and he didn't. He's still around, but yeah. he's not active. He, right now MGP is controlled by the Dalit brothers. So. Goa just because Goa was a prize catch for uh, BJP when Parikar won it. Later, when Parikar was called here, I think BJP there could not because people were asking me what what happened with the um, Goa vote, and a lot of it is that. Uh, Parikar, they had given vote to Parikar because Parikar himself has a very, he's like Manmohan, uh, I mean sorry, Narendra Modi type of, <laughs> no, Narendra Modi type of a figure ki corrupt nahi hai, he is forthright, he, and he had done a lot uh, this thing. So I think his successor could not fit his shoes at all. Also, and correct me if I am wrong, there was with Parikar had also managed a Hindu Catholic sort of gadbandan. in his time and he was that precarious thing he was managing very well and mgp was also with him so i think that broke down this time no, most, because of parikar was the important factor was the past one year when that infighting between mm. the uh, chief of rss who came out formed his own faction yeah. then now is uh, going back that uh, damaged the coalition that was built because the issue why he broke away was the imposition of uh, Uh, Hindi and the imposition of English uh, kind of a language issue. Now yeah. people don't realize that Konkan is a language that is only spoken. There is no script. Script. So when that language uh, issue is invoked, naturally people like uh, MGP who have a script, who have a language, who have established credentials, will get, try to gather and hit the maximum in terms of vote percentage. Yeah. And that also added to this. If they had only gotten one or two more percentage, mm. they would have swept the election. So the latest is that BJP is forming a government. No, 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 no. Parikar has already been invited by. No, he's not invited. They Parikar has taken a claim, but the government is not invited. Right. Oh, Gover- okay. They are waiting for the governor to yeah. get invited, but uh, it will be interesting because uh, Congress. No, I thought he was. Um, I might just say because he was told to um, uh, prove his majority in 15 days. I don't know. Then yeah. I, uh, yeah. the latest is that he has resigned for sure. Yeah. At the same time, whether this experiment will uh, take off or not, because apparently the friendly factions were asking for Manohar Parikar to be the consensus candidate, because the the other uh, chief minister candidate anyway has uh, uh, lost. Uh, lost. And then I don't know about GFP, uh, because GFP was that breakaway Congress faction, and the chief resigned over support to BJP. Yeah, as and I think NCP also got one MLA. Or ah, वो तो पर हमेशा चारों बाजू घूमता है. So, so Goa is obviously a state where. I don't know if it makes sense for Manohar Parikar to be, uh, you know, basically come make it come back because he has brought a semblance of order in the defence ministry, which is more important than the uh, state el- state uh, electorate. But if 
there is a positivity to bring back Manohar yeah. Parikar again for a couple of years. I don't know what. No, but I just have an update. So this is just, just an update that came. Goa governor has appointed Manohar Parikar as CM and has asked him to prove majority in within 15 days I, I, of administration both of office and secretary. Sad to see him go as a defenseman. Yeah, uh, which is what uh, the Congress was sending uh, letters to the governors, which uh, the, the governors are then saying that we received the letters too late. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was hilarious. Here I would like to, to recommend to land to uh, this uh, thing, which is. We are coming to Manipur, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the interesting uh, recommendation, uh, I uh, I'll give the non-political. But our friends at Top India, Boy Blunder, who's from Goa, yeah. wrote a very fascinating piece on the Goa elections and the possible th- scenario. So shout out to him and recommend you guys to read the Top India piece on sure. uh, Goa. So um, the, the 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 last one and quickly because we are completely out of time. Manipur. So Manipur, the BJP was zero last time. It got 21 seats this time with 36% of the vote. Amazing. Uh, but they have worked very hard. And, and this is 36 on its own. Four yeah. seats from NPF, Naga People's Front, and some seats from NPP, uh, Purno Sangma's party, the late yeah. Purno Sangma, now ranked by Conrad Sangma. So their alliance seats are more than the Congress or about the same as Congress, 28 and Congress also has 28 on its own. So with um, Hemanta Biswa Sarma in lead, they've already met Najma Heptullah. So and Hemanta Biswa is the convener of the NEDA, the yeah. Northeast Democratic Alliance. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, and Manipur, they said some Congress people are going to rebelling, are rebelling against the Congress also. And you know, I'll tell you something. Ye mujhe kisi ne Uttarakhand mein bola tha ki BJP now looks like they want to win. And similarly, Congress is caught napping. I mean, Congress should have already the talk should have started clearly. The talk seventh the Congress was like you know laid back and stuff and people uh, were saying that 3 out of 5 is a good strike rate now it's 1 out of 5 1 out of 5 but it also depends on the um, top person if the top guy is driven if the top guy is (laughs) really motivated Hmm. then everyone is motivated the economic pocket which we talked about in Manipur had a very big uh, you know kind of cascading effect because Ikram uh, uh, Singh was 3 time uh, Chief, Chief Minister, Minister. and it, what happens is when that sort of a stranglehold is unraveled, that means that there was a lot of groundwork that was happening after yeah. the 2014 elections. Not just Congress MLAs joining BJP, yeah. but there are some ground level factors for the Maitai, which we talked about last time oh, also, yes. that yeah. have worked in. And, and one more thing, Iram Sharmila, who got 51 votes or 91 votes, uh, depending on, uh, well, I think 91, 91 votes in the votes. end. Um, they, they said that oh uh, this don't consider that uh, people are uh, supporting AFSPA. This is uh, this is this is a different political debate. This is the same nonsense that uh, Kashmiri like neo separatists uh, pour that don't confuse the seventy percent polling that we get in Kashmir, saying people want to remain with the Indian state, right? Yeah. There's the same nonsense. They are only voting for their own complete nonsense. If they really the if they is, really supported yeah. Iram Sharmila stands or just Iram Sharmila, then they would have voted for her. Why yeah. have they not? Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, you know, a lot of these um, activists, they don't realize when they speak for people or whether they are driven by agenda. Mm. I mean, they do realize, but a lot of people who are uh, propping them up Mm. don't realize that they are, you know, driven by agenda. 
so, so we would like to end the podcast here and go end with our recommendations uh, Sunanda your recommendation I have a I have a filmy recommendation uh, this time and it's actually um, because I was taking a break from pro- politics so I read this phenomenal <laughs> book um, Kulam Kula uh, Rishi Kapoor's um, autobiography bi- autobiography, autobiography. it is is a fun read I really enjoyed it is a good um, a peek into the family and um, uh, Hindi cinema in the world of Hindi cinema I enjoyed Kulam Kula quite a bit so I would uh, recommend it's an easy fast paced read you can read it in a couple of hours Pramod I have no recommendation because I'm going through a little bit of personal situation with my grandmother passing away yeah. my very close friend of 40 years has uh, you know our condolences people can read up on Sarojini Naidu who was her uh, role model. She, my grandmother was the uh, in charge of a trust called Kasturba Gandhi National Memorial Trust established by Mahatma Gandhi and run by Sarojini Naidu and the character and the values that Sarojini Naidu brought into the Indian politics from the 1920s till the 1940, I think late 19, uh, she passed away in 1949. Mm-hmm. If people and especially women can read up upon the Nightingale of India. She was called the Nightingale of India because yes. she was also a poet. Poetess. Oh. And the struggles and the trauma uh, that she uh, oh. endured, which would be a great tribute if people can do that. For my uh, my recommendation this week is a bilingual film. It's, I saw the Hindi version of it. It's called The Ghazi Attack. It's um, about a uh, PNS Ghazi. The Pakistani ship in 1971 was destroyed by the Indian Navy. Pakistan's original version is that it touched its own landmine and blew itself up. Or uh, And the Indian version is that INS Rajput destroyed it. Ah. So this is a war film uh, with a phenomenal star cast of KK Men and Om Puri in one of his last films, uh, Rana Dagubatti and uh, other actors, uh, uh, basically uh, Atul Kulkarni about how a Indian submarine and how they are escaping the torpedoes and how they uh, overcome the Ghazi uh, ship, uh, Ghazi submarine. So this is a very interesting, you know, a very few war films are made in India. Uh, this one does not have the song and dance thing or any other parallel tracks. This is about one thing, one and a half hour long and it's a fun watch absolute fun watch so you should uh, you should definitely check that out uh, and that wraps up the podcast for this week it's been all politics next week we promise to come up with more politics and a lot more uh, but till then stay tuned to Mindmakers for more articles news views and stuff till then from Adit Sunanda and Pramod it's a very good evening on a Sunday we'll see you next week